All right, what is going on everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome here to our final division preview for the 2023 season. Today, we are going to be hitting the NFC and AFC North. What's up guys? How are we doing? What's going What's on? How are we doing? Yeah, so we're going to be talking about the Steelers, Browns, Ravens, Bengals. We'll hop into the AFC to start things off. Uh, like I said, it's going to be our final division previews as we've already done the East, the West, and the Souths. We'll have a couple fantasy drafts. We'll have our full season predictions um, all out before the season starts. So make sure you're um, either subscribed on YouTube or following us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to be awarded of that. And like I said, we're going to be hopping in with the Pittsburgh Steelers um, in the AFC North to start things off. I'll, I'll kind of take control of them a little bit as a Steelers fan. I'm way more excited as a Steelers fan this year than I was last year. Uh, they, I thought, got better this offseason, adding um, some old linemen, some D linemen, a little bit in the secondary as well with some veterans. And then I thought they had a really good draft, at least at the top, with Broderick Jones, um, with Joey Porter Jr. getting that from the Chase Claypool trade. They got Keanu Benton out of Wisconsin uh, to be the nose tackle. And then Darnell Washington was a nice pickup in the third round. It looks like Corey Trice, who I thought was going to be a nice sleeper for them, is going to be out for the year, unfortunately. And they did lose guys like Cameron Sutton, Robert Spillane, um, Terrell Edmonds, and Devin Bush. No, like, insane difference makers. And you guys can definitely let me know if I'm uh, being a little bit biased about this team. But I really like the Steelers. I think they have a very good offense. I think it all depends on what Matt Canada and Kenny Pickett can do. As for their defense, I think the, the glaring hole is the linebacking core, um, at least on the inside with Cole Holcomb and uh, Landon Roberts being their starters right now. Um, an aging Kwan Alexander, who's had a nice preseason there in the back. But yeah, uh, I'll throw it to Dom first. Do you think the Steelers are going to make the playoffs or do you think at least they're going to improve on their 9-8 and record from last year? So I think you hit the nail on the head. You said it depends how Kenny Pickett and Matt Canada, uh, how their offense turns out. And I think that's right. If they're offense can take a step forward i do think they can have a good season uh the playoffs is definitely a possibility for them in my opinion at least and it really i I already said it but it comes down to kenny pickett i think if he can improve a little bit like he his stats last year were not good by any means Uh, i mean you know that (laughs) uh naji started pretty bad but he ended pretty well but again if their offense can just turn it around and if deontay johnson can actually get in the end zone this year I think this team could improve. I don't know if maybe 9-8, and eight, like, I don't know if they improve on the record, but maybe they're, like, closer to the playoffs. I don't know. It's, t- it's hard for them to improve from 9-8 and eight with the current setting in the AFC. Yeah, and I think, like, adding Allen Robinson um, is, like, something, at least as a third receiver. But, like, George Pickens, you're probably going to see a nice year or two from him. They're bringing in Calvin Austin, who was hurt last year as a rookie. Um, yeah, like we talked about Najee Harris, a former first-round pick. The old line looks improved. They got Pat Frymuth there um, as their tight end. I'm I'm excited about the Steelers' offense. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I could buy into a Matt Canada system. It's really a maker. Like, last year was the make-or-break year. So this, I can't believe he's still the offensive coordinator. Tom, do you feel like the Steelers are going to improve on the offensive end next year? Yeah, I think they're definitely going to improve. I think um, Najee and Jalen Warren will be a good change of pace back. I think Pickens is due for that year two jump. He flashed a lot of uh, good plays like two in the second half of last year. Um, hopefully they uh, play a little bit more to um, his strength here. Because like, he's, he's not a big separation guy, so they give him contested catches. We've seen him make contested catches. Um, and, you know, let him work. Kenny Pickett. Uh, year two jump, he pretty much um, has. He's a full year under his belt, right? Did he start week one or, or is he out? He started. No. Like no, he started against three. the. I 
feel like it was against the Jets last year. So it was like week four. Um, it, it, it was in. It was, it was later in the year, and that's why I thought they would have finished a lot better. Yeah. All right. So, um, but either or, like you said, offensive line looks better. You know, second year in a system, but unfortunately, it's a Matt Canada system. So usually, second year quarterbacks get that bump, but might be a little barrier to success there. You know, with um, Matt Canada's uh, system, but other than that, I, I think they'll be a little better. Yeah. Um. So I think it's just crazy though, because like we talked about the East, the South, um, and the West, and take the South out of the equation, like, and maybe the Raiders from the West, but like. We talked about seven other teams that we said could be at least in the playoff hunt, and we haven't even talked about three other teams in this division. The AFC is going to be very tough to make the playoffs, even with three wildcard teams, in my opinion. Uh, we'll jump over to Cleveland. Um, we'll talk about them, who definitely had a disappointing season last year. I mean, they made the massive Deshaun Watson trade, then he was suspended for majority of the year, so... You can kind of chalk that up to them um, not meeting expectations. They still have a ton of talent on this roster, and in my opinion, um, arguably the best running back in the league in Nick Chubb. They acquired Elijah Moore from the uh, New York Jets this offseason, and I feel like they're usually a team that drafts pretty good, and they didn't have their first two-round um, picks either from the Deshaun Watson trade. Um, but they picked up Dalvin Tomlinson from Minnesota, um, as well as Juan Thornhill from the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think the Browns, um, Tom, like, do you think that there's a better chance that the Browns finish as the two seed in the AFC North or the last in the AFC North? I would say there's a better chance they finish as the two. They have the best offensive line division and maybe the best offensive line in the league. Um, I think they have more uh, talented wide receivers than uh, the Ravens who were saying the Bengals were one, obviously. Um, and I think they have some playmakers on defense. They have the best running back in football, not one of the best running back in football. Um, but I think Watson is – Lamar's better than Watson, but it's not like a glaring difference. And I think now that um, – if he, if he picks it back up at all, he didn't look great. He really – even when he came back last year, he did not look good at all. But I'm kind of banking on that he comes somewhat back to like his 2019-2020 form and – he has a good receiving core. Elijah Moore, I think, is going to be pretty good this year. Um, I think they're really going to unlock him a bit after the trade from the Jets. Uh, Nick Chubb is probably going to catch some more passes now that Kareem Hunt's gone. Uh, David Njoku's there. Great set of weapons. So uh, I'm I'm excited I'm excited to see the uh, what the Browns can do. I think they I think they could surprise some people. Yeah, Tom, I saw you shaking your head before when I asked Tom that question. You would say otherwise? Yeah, I'm a little surprised. I, I think there's a better chance the Browns finish in fourth than they do in second, to be honest. Um, I'm just not sold on Deshaun Watson. Like, yes, I know last year he came back after missing so much time, but he still really didn't look, look good. So, like, he has to prove if he's um, if he's back to his old form or if he's just kind of like a average quarterback moving forward. And he hasn't played in the first two preseason games. Not sure if he's going to be playing in the third one. So if he doesn't play in that game, he might even start the season rusty. I think that could be something to keep an eye on as well. And Tom mentioned um, Chubb will probably be catching some more passes now without Kareem Hunt. Chubb's never really been a pass-catching running back, so I don't know if that's fully in his skill set. Like, yes, he's a great running running back, but he's not he's not known for catching and running routes and all that so i don't know if that changes their offense at all yeah i mean like you look at their defense too and like 
it's pretty solid. Like, they have one of the better overall defenders in the league in Miles Garrett. I still can't believe, like, Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa uh, fell to them on day two. I think that was the 2021 draft, mm-hmm. um, which was just wild because he was, like, supposed to go in the top 20 at a Notre Dame. And I was like, I think it was, like, a medical thing. And he's really worked out for them. Um, Nate Denzel Ward, one of the better young corners in the league, um, picking up Zadarius Smith, too. He'll be there um, on the other side of, of Miles Garrett. I don't know. They're a very talented team. But like Dom said, it really matters on Deshaun Watson. But... He was just so good in Houston, and he looked so bad last year. And like maybe it was a rust factor after not playing for basically almost two seasons. But if he looks like what he did last year, then it could go down as the worst trade and contract extension. Oh like, well, yeah, 100%. maybe in NFL. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I guess Russell Wilson can rival that too. Um, <laughs> yeah, point, I mean, I guess but, it's going to be this year will be the telltale sign because if if they're both good, they're like okay, yeah, then solid trade for both teams. But if they both suck, they'll be they'll going to be competing for worst trade of all time. Yeah, I guess it works. Looks worse for Watson because then you get like the most guaranteed money fully like ever, gar- fully guaranteed yeah. contract. Yeah, and he obviously had the off the field issues and made it kind of a red flag to go out and get him. So I think like the, they'll probably finish somewhere like around the Steelers this season. Um, we'll go over to the third team that we'll talk about here, and that is the Baltimore Ravens, who finally got like a new offensive coordinator uh they picked up obj this offseason after like i'm sure tom was sick of hearing where obj was gonna end up he finally settles on the baltimore ravens um they did lose a lot of guys as well um uh Clyde campbell most notably he went to the falcons they lost justin houston going also to the nfc south in um the carolina panthers marcus peters went to vegas and i do believe that uh, marlon humphrey got hurt today i don't know how serious it was um, but they drafted Zay Flowers, so they'll have Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, and OBJ for Lamar Jackson. And I do think Lamar Jackson became somewhat underrated last year. And I, I think like there was a consensus. He was like a, maybe a top five, top six quarterback. And now he's like fringe, maybe top five in people's eyes. It's a talented team. And I feel like they're always respected. They're well coached. And uh, Kyle Hamilton, like he fell to them in what the 2022 draft. Also don't know how that happened. And they, they're a great drafting team. So I think they're going to be pretty good this year. Dom, what do we think about the Ravens? Yeah, the Ravens did the unthink. <clears throat> the Ravens did the unthinkable this offseason. They got not one, not two, but three wide receivers. You said, you said OBJ, Zay Flowers. They also signed Nelson Aguilar, who it's still just good depth to have for a team that just hasn't had receivers ever. Really good wide receiver. Uh, sure. ba- yeah, and Bateman's always hurt, so Aguilar could be wide receiver three any yeah. given week, basically. Uh, so I think that will help Lamar. You mentioned they got the new OC. They brought in Todd Munkin from the University of Georgia and obviously back-to-back national championships. Good offense, so <laughs> should hopefully benefit the Ravens. And like you said, they just they draft well. Their defense holds up pretty well, and I think they're, they're going to be in for another good season, assuming Lamar stays fully healthy this year because that's the, been the one problem the past two seasons now. Tom, do you think kind of similar? Do you think like – or like – like, what do you think about the Ravens this year? Do you think I get like they could win the division, or do you think like they're pretty much solidified as like the two team in the AFC? Yeah, I think I think the Bengals are significantly better than them, like pretty much on all levels. I mean, I don't, I don't know if Burrow's significantly better than Lamar per se, but like he's definitely you know Burrow's top three. So um, mm-hmm. big upgrade there. Wide receiver core is better on Cincinnati. I don't think they're really in competition with the Bengals. I think they're kind of competing with the. Brown slash Steelers slash half the AFC for those five, six, and seven seeds. Going to be a dogfight, um, but yeah, I mean they still have decent weapons and you know they're well coached. They have a great quarterback, so teams like that they always seem to um, end up being okay. They always end up with a positive record, so. I'm sure that's what they'll probably end up again this year, around nine, ten wins at least. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for our like overall prediction video that comes up before the season starts and like what you guys are going to rank the AFC and who you have in the wild card because I feel like 
there's so many different teams. There's probably, what, three wildcard teams, four division winners. Like, there's a few locks, obviously, for the divisions, but the wild card could really go to any three sets of teams. So it's definitely going to be interesting and we're going to be following that like all season long as well. So we'll talk about the Cincinnati Bengals um, who did win the AFC North. Um, they did make it to the... What was it? The championship game last year? Um, yep, lost to the Chiefs. Um, very close to going to back-to-back Super Bowls. Um, they uh, they kind of lost it at the last second there. And yeah, they got Joe Burrow who got hurt. Looks like he's going to start week one um, and should be good to go. But um, Joe Mixon was also like innocent today in his case. That was like, I guess, notable news. Um, I traded him in my dynasty week, which I don't know if I regret that now. But uh, yeah, like Dom said, they have like a really good um, receiving core with Jamar Chase, top three receiver, top five receiver in the league, uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. The O-line though, they did add Orlando Brown, which was huge because that's been the thing throughout Burrow's career. Their defense has playmakers, but it did lose a lot. Um, like most notably Jesse Bates this offseason when he ended up signing with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they did have their first, second, and third round picks. So Tom, do you think that the Bengals are like a lock to repeat as an AFC North champ? Or do you think that this team isn't going to be as good as maybe the last two? Um, I, would, I would never call them a lock, but I do mm-hmm. think that you know they're the best team and... They have the best quarterback, so and they have the best receivers, and their offensive line is better. So I think uh, they, they're they're like between like you know decent favorite and lock. They're like a very 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 solid favorite. I, probably, I think they probably end up with within a game or so of of their uh, record last year. Yeah, Dom, you think the same? Yeah, I don't. Again, I'm gonna agree with Tom. I'm not gonna say a full lock, but I would be surprised if the Bengals don't win the division. Uh, you mentioned Burrow's injury. That's something that we really are going to have to monitor this season because if he does, even if he doesn't just get fully hurt, if it's just like a lingering injury, it could affect his play. And I think the the free agent losses of Jesse Bates and Von Bell, I think those are actually going to be huge problems that they're going to have to try to overcome. Like you can't lose both your starting safeties in this day of age in the NFL and still try to compete. Yes, they signed Nick Scott from the Rams and they drafted Jordan Battle, but those two guys are not on the same level as Jesse Bates and Von Bell. So, like, there's a possibility where this Bengals offense might have to overcome some of their shortcomings on defense this year. And they lost Eli Apple, so. Well, that's, I think that's a positive. <laughs> who who did you just sign with again? Was it the Dolphins? The Dolphins, because yeah. they're Ramsey. Yeah. Um, wow, there's a part of me, like, that wonders, like, if this Bengals team is good enough to win the AFC North. Because, like, like Dom said, like they lost both their safeties. It's just like that, like that offensive skill position set of just Jamar Higgins, Mixon, Burrow, Tower Boyd. Like that is just Yosef insane. Bosch, and picking yeah, up Burrow right Brown. <laughs> oh yeah, your your Princeton guy. Um, but yeah, so we'll hop into our predictions now. To be honest with you, I was kind of going back and forth between two teams. So I'll throw it to Dom. You want to go first, and then Tom second. I'll I'll finish it. Uh, so I think the Bengals are gonna go win another AFC North title this year. I don't. Yes, I did mention their shortcomings. I think that they might have on defense, but I still think they are the best team overall in this division. I think the Ravens, pretty easily in my opinion, are going to come in second in this division. And then after that, I am going to put the Steelers third and the Browns fourth. Like We're at the point of making our predictions where some teams are just going to have to lose games, and I think that might be the Browns this year. I just don't think they're on the same level as the Bengals or the Ravens. And the Steelers, I mean, they went 9-8 and eight last year. I think they can only get better or at least stay at that level this year. So I think by default, the Steelers will be third for me, and I'll have the Browns fourth. I'm going to have the Bengals at one. 
I'm gonna have the Ravens at I'm gonna have the Ravens at two. I think the Browns finish in that third spot. And I think the Steelers and the Browns wind up with like the same record. They're both probably be like nine and eight. Um so I think I guess I'll just I'll put the Steelers in in fourth, I guess, uh, and then I'll put the Browns in third. I, I have a better chance of finishing in second than fourth. I'd be kind of just contradicting myself. So, um, Bengals, Ravens, Browns, Steelers. All right. I'm going to be a little bit different than you guys. Honestly, I'm going to pick the Baltimore Ravens to win the division. As much as I hate the Baltimore Ravens, I do think that this team is incredibly talented. Lamar got his extension. I think the one thing is, though, Lamar has gotten hurt like the past couple of seasons. So are we due for Lamar to miss four or six games this season? Like that might be something that's inevitable at this point. So that is a risk I'm going to take. But with J.K. Dobbins hopefully playing and all right with his contract situation, they added receivers. They have a top three tight end in the league. Uh, still a good old line if Ronnie Staley can stay healthy and I really like their defense it's young um but the Ravens have been like brutalized with injuries we know they got the best kicker in the league they're well coached I'm gonna take the Ravens as much as it hurts me to say that um because I did not like the Ravens at all growing up uh so I'm gonna say they're gonna win the division be a little bit different but I think it's gonna be very close to Cincinnati who's gonna finish as the two seed um in the AFC North and we'll get one of the wild card spots and then I'll go Steelers third Browns fourth it's just weird to say the Browns are gonna be fourth because I feel like 2020 or no 20 18 when Baker kind of like quote unquote broke out or like was a rookie and everyone's like all right the savior and the Browns had all these draft picks and young talent and like five years later they're still going to be the bottom in the AFC North um it's just kind of crazy to say uh if they failed that like overall rebuild so Tom and Dom were fairly similar at the top I was a little bit different um and then me and Tom both had Steelers third uh Browns fourth Tom was reversed now we're going to get into the NFC North all right so now we're going to jump into the NFC North and to start off with the Green Bay Packers, I think they're going to be better than a lot of people think. I think Jordan Love is going to kind of jump into that system a little bit. Him and Christian Watson, uh, I think, going to have some great chemistry. And Christian Watson was really flashing signs of being elite uh, at the end of that year, uh, if uh, end of last year. And uh, I think they, they still have um, one of the best left tackles in football, and they're well-coached. And I think that a lot of people are just kind of writing them off because now it's at the end of the Rodgers era and Devontae Adams. But I'm not saying that Love and uh, and Christian Watson are going to be as good as them. But I do think that they really are going to um, surprise some people and, and, and win a couple games that people may have counted them out, especially in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I'm like looking at their roster, though. I don't. So, like, when you say that they're going to surprise some people, do you think that there's a chance they win the division? Hundred percent. I think I. I think oh, wow. there's a better chance they win the division than they than they come in third. Okay. So Whoa. say, that is crazy. Okay. So say end of the season, how do you how how are you going to rank the four quarterbacks? Goff, Cousins, Fields, Love. Like, where do you think Love's going to finish out of those four this year? If you were like think of their 2023s. Um. At the, at, so, so at this time next year, basically, so like going into twenty twenty four season. Yeah, yeah, I, like based, like looking back on this season, okay. what they did. I think, like Cousins now has to be one, but like he's gonna be about thirty six next year, and like, I don't know. I feel like now, like, um, Love and Fields are really getting their first real crack at it to be um, the franchise QB. Now Fields got his weapons. I think I'm gonna put, I'm. I guess I kind of have to leave... No, it's kind of a square pick to leave Cousins at one. You know what? Give me Fields at one. Give me Love at two. Cousins at three. Goff at four. Whoa. I... Not in terms of like being a pocket passer. 
But I'm saying in terms no, know, of like, like being able to make a difference and like help his team win games. Like I think like I think Kirk Cousins is a far better pocket passer and like pure QB than Fields is. But I think um, Fields can is going to wind up uh, shaking it up a yeah. bit this year, especially with his rushing upside. He's going to be like a like a watered down version of Lamar, I guess. I don't love any of these quarterbacks, honestly. Like, no, I don't love me. Goff is too. Goff is too volatile, in my opinion. From what we've seen with Love, and I know it's a very small sample size, and we, he hasn't started a lot of games, so it's unfair, but I don't love what he's done so far. I mean, he did play well. What was it against the Eagles when they were going blown out, and he kind of put up something last year? I mean, Cousins, it's like the same old thing with Cousins. So am I going to like buy into that? And then Fields, just watching him as a passer, um, I don't love it either, but he gets it done with his feet. Dom, I feel like you, you got something on your mind here. Yeah, he, he, he had a nice reaction. And, and let me preface by <laughs> saying this. I don't think any of these quarterbacks can be pushing for a top 10 spot. Like, they might all be, like, below average. Like, they might all be, like, in the 16 to, like, 21 range, like, next year. Like, it's I, I don't think any of them are going are gonna to be jumping across the, the rankings. All right, so I want to start yeah. by saying Kirk Cousins could definitely push top 10. I think he's already borderline top 10. I think he just gets the classic Kirk Cousins disrespect. But I'm going to move on from that point. Tom, I'm pretty sure I – don't, I don't know if I got this quote right from you. Did you say that – Justin Fields helps his team win more than Kirk Cousins? Or is that basically the gist of what you just said? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that at, at this time next year, I think that Justin Fields, like going into 2024 season, I think Justin Fields is somebody that you'd rather have be your starting quarterback than Kirk Cousins. That's what I'm saying. And I don't think, like, I mean, obviously Kirk helped lead, what, like one of the most high-powered offenses. You know what? Now, I, now I'm not, yeah, yeah see, so I'm that, saying that's this That's what I was going to bring up. Because I was no, going to no, no. bring up. That let me let me let me let me let me let me rephrase this. Yeah, because the Vikings you know had thirteen wins and the Bears had three. So by you saying that Fields <laughs> could no, lead let's... to more wins, I wasn't really getting that part. No, I don't get it either. Now that I'm kind of saying that, um... but I do think like that Fields obviously has. I think Fields has a higher ceiling than Cousins. Like if you're looking yes, at like okay. his talent, if Fields, right, that that uh, that's that is and he's also that ten years younger. So like there's a chance like yeah, I'm taking the guy that's ten years younger that has a higher ceiling that maybe doesn't have the best receiver in the NFL in Jefferson, but. I just think like I, my question was just basically this season we're gonna rank thirty two quarterbacks at the end of this regular season or the end of this like overall season where would love okay. be and that was my right. thing so, not going into next year so there's no like upper trajectory or no like potential thing like it's straight up like who do you want under center like for one season that's it right yeah all right then I'm still taking Cousins at one um, because Love and Fields I think they're they're both gonna need another, another year or two to like really really get into the full groove. Um, so I think I will, I'll go Cousins one, and I think Jordan Love, I don't know, I, I think, I think I'm, I, I, I'm going to put, but I feel like I'm kind of disrespecting Goff here, because Goff, Goff is on a, are. yeah, I think we are, <laughs> I think Goff's two, Fields three, Love four, I feel opinion. like people are just writing Jared Goff off, because he's one, didn't win the division last year, and two, now that, um, there's two young quarterbacks, they're taking all the spotlight, but the Lions, have a chance to be way better than they were. Like they could win ten games this year, for sure. So I think I think they're getting a little overhyped as well. But I'm also like looking at a love like his first season. His like receiving core like Romeo Dobbs could be all right. Like Christian Watson could be all right. He does have Aaron Jones really and AJ Dillon. I don't, I don't know how good Dobbs is gonna be. I don't. I also don't love this old line. Like there's a David Bakhtari rumors. Is he even gonna be on the Packers by year's end? Who knows? Like is this old line gonna hold up for him? And are they gonna be playing behind in a lot of games, which could end up helping his numbers look a little bit better. Uh, I'm also not a huge Jordan Love guy, though. That's just me. 
Yeah, I'm like I'm like not really a Jordan Love guy, but I do feel like he can he can surprise some people. Like in ter- I, I think and the Packers have a solid team around. They're well coached, like I said. So, but you know what? So as of under center, who I want? I'm gonna say I'm completely different order. I'm saying Cousins. Then I'm saying Goff. Then I'm saying Fields. Then I'm saying Love. That that's my that's my oh, order. Putting Love in four now. Yes. Well, I mean, oh, we talked right, so, about it, but dog. I have, but I had um, the two guys who I was originally like putting lower because of uh, like not like because when you say okay this time next year, like you automatically your brain turns like all right, like who has like the highest potential to, like break out this year? You know what I mean? So I guess based on what feels and love has shown us, which isn't much, I think I'm kind of jumping jumping the uh, to conclusions on them a little bit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Cousins, Goff. Fields love. Okay, yeah, I think, um, uh, like uh, we talked a lot about the Packers here. I do think that they're going to finish. I think just for me, I, I mean, we'll get into the predictions, but yeah, I don't I think they're going to be very I good got this one year. More thing for the Packers, yeah. too, before we move. All right, what we got? Tom, do you happen to know who the Packers' biggest free agent signing was this offseason? No, they didn't sign anybody. They didn't sign anybody significant. Exactly, they made three signings the entire offseason, and their largest signing was for their long snapper Matthew Orzek to a three point six million dollar deal. So I don't know how a team that loses Rodgers, loses Lazar, loses Adrian Amos, loses Robert Tunyon, and made no free agent additions. I don't know how we can or you can expect them to win the division. Like, is there something I'm missing with this team? Vikings can very easily take a uh, a bit of a, a a step back, especially losing um, Dalvin Cook. I don't care what you say about Alexander Madison; he's a career backup. He's never had um, that kind of workload to where Dalvin Cook had. Maybe Dalvin Cook was banged up, and Madison comes in for a nice change of pace when uh, Cook's hurt or resting. But it's hard to think he's going to jump in and take his place. And like I said, defense was not great last year, and. Um, the Packers, they have a lot of young guys that can start to mold together and, 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 and grow together and get better as a team. The Lions, I think they're probably the favorite to win. Not favorite, but I think they have the best chance to really just kind of jump up and, and, and really make a lot of uh, make a lot of noise, like win 11 or so games. But they all could finish with eight to nine wins. I can't believe we're talking 10 minutes on a team that's going to win like two games next year. I don't know if it's two. I think, that's I, I, I think it's going like, to be like seven to like nine with it with yeah they, they finish around 500 all right so we'll move on to i think in my opinion a more exciting team we'll talk about the detroit lions now loved what they did this offseason cam Sutton, um cj gardner johnson the running back situation is going to be really weird um with david montgomery well they moved andre swift to philly and then they drafted uh jameer gibbs jack campbell pick was a little weird sam laporter was all right in my opinion those two iowa guys but i love them getting brian branch 45th overall I wish they kept Jeff Takuda, but them adding in the secondary was fine to do that. They got Teddy Bridgewater, who's rocking number 50 in the preseason. Um, but I am just, like, stoked about this Lions team. I don't think that they're going to win the Super Bowl by any means, but I think they're going to be fighting with um, the Minnesota Vikings for the division next year. There's definitely some flaws on this team. Do you guys, like, both, like, agree? Like, like are you guys as excited about the Lions as I am? Or do you guys think it's like, ah, uh, like, they're probably finished around 500, maybe get a wild card spot, like, similar to last year? I think they, they, they probably wind up with, like, uh, I a few more wins in last year with one of the best offensive lines in football. They're really starting to strengthen their defense. Goff's got another year. Uh, they still have Amon Ra and Jameson Williams should be back. Was he suspended six games? But then he but then he just strained he strained a hammy today or yesterday, so that can linger, which is that stinks for him. But um, 
they, and now they drafted Jameer Gibbs, 12th overall. They have David Montgomery. They have a lot of talent on offense and a great offensive line, which usually is a recipe for being really good. And they have one of the best offensive minds um, in football calling their place. So I think they could be really good. Yeah, I'm I'm beyond confused by looking at like the betting odds for the division. The, the Lions are the favorites at plus 140, and then the Vikings are second at plus 280. I don't know in what world the Lions should have half or half or double however you want to say it their odds are half as good as the vikings whatever you want to call it i don't understand that at all the lions defense was just as bad as the vikings last year they both allowed the exact same amount of points and i don't think their offenses are too dramatically different to be honest i mean we just we went on the whole quarterback ramp before and we didn't even know where to put jared goff and now all of a sudden he's gonna just lead this offense once again like he could regress for all we know like, I just don't understand why, and it's everybody. Like, even the whole media is all talking about the Lions and, like, this is their year, and I just, I just can't see it happening that quickly. I think, like, well, we could also tie this into the Vikings preview as well, but I don't I don't know. Like, you look at the Vikings team, I don't think it's, like, flashy by any means. Like, they have the best receiver in football, in my opinion, Justin Jefferson. We know what Kirk Cousins is. Lost their top running back. Jordan Addison's a rookie. Um, KJ Osborne's, like, all right, number three. They have Hawkinson. I don't love the O-line. Like, Harrison Smith's getting up there in age. Their secondary was god-awful last year, and they added Byron Murphy this offseason. I don't know if he's the life, like the savior for them, and they lost Patrick Peterson. The front seven, in my opinion, isn't anything crazy either. I think there's definitely flaws on this Vikings team, and I think everything besides, like, quarterback, like, you know Kirk Cousins definitely better than Goff. Like, there's a chance that the Lions receiving core could be better overall than the Vikings receiving core as a whole. I'm not saying that, like, that's going to happen, and I would bet on the Vikings, but I think that there's, like... If you look at the rosters, I think the Lions do have a better roster, but it's just the Vikings have been there and they have the better quarterback. But have they been there though? Like they lost in the first round last year. That's really the only place they've been. But they've but they've at least been up oh, there okay. to like, win the division or like level. second for the last so years. The Lions have been pretty awful, like for most of Stafford's career and post Stafford trade. Okay, I know what you're saying now. Yeah, I mean, I just think I think the Lions they were on the cusp of being like good per se last year. You know, they win. They win seven games, eight games. Um, yeah, like they, it was seven eight, and they they, they, they basically lost. They went yeah, nine they and eight lost, like, last year. The last, low five hundred, and you know, I mean, and they got better. I mean, Goff could regress, but like, I think he's. I mean, but how far can he really regress? Because he's realistically on the Rams, like he was, he was in a Super Bowl. He's not, he's not, he's no, you know, uh, prime Tom Brady. But you, you know what you're getting with with Jared Goff, and he and the offense is good uh, with players that help him um, play with strengths. A lot of quick passes. They just drafted their new running back at 12th overall, and they have <clears throat> the um, a deep threat with Jameson Williams, a great route runner and slot guy, and just kind of just a, a reception machine with Amon Ra. Great offensive line. He's got a really he's got one of the easier jobs in the NFL. <laughs> who's who's the number two wide receiver? Because Williams, you already met Williams is out for the first six games, and he has a hamstring injury. So who's going to be at least wide receiver two for the first six weeks of the year? Well, it's probably Marvin Jones. But honestly, like we saw, like Josh Reynolds and Khalif Raymond, like have somewhat like respectable games last and year. And Jameer Gibbs is lining up all over the place, and they, they're probably going to use him as a, as an actual like lined up as a receiver at least for like eight or so snaps a game. And they got Baylor's own Denzel Mims, Jets legend. Yeah, Jets was legend. he was he Baylor? Or was he Michigan State? No, he was Baylor. Maybe. Second round, yeah, 2020. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a great pick. I don't know. I think, like, looking at the, like, Tom, or excuse me, Dom, if you look at these rosters overall, like, who do you think has a better roster, like, top to bottom, Lions or Vikings? I still think, 
I would still go with the Vikings. I mean, we saw it. I think the additions that the Lions made aren't significant game changers. It's just we're banking on the team itself to improve. And we already know what the Vikings are. Like, even if the Vikings didn't make two insane comebacks last year, they have 11 wins. Well, if their defense was better, they would have went back up to 12 wins. Like, I think the Vikings are still a better team overall in that aspect. Yeah. I think it's... I don't know. I think it's good. I think... We'll get to it in the prediction. So we'll just talk about the final team. Do you guys have any more thoughts on these, or you just want to get to the Bears? Oh uh, we'll yeah, to I was just gonna say, like, I'm not. I I still like Jared Goff. He's just too inconsistent from year to year sometimes. And I was just more blown away on the fact that the Lions are the heavy, heavy favorites to win this division. That was the biggest takeaway I had. Yeah, but hey, maybe Vegas knows. Uh, so we'll talk about the Bears, who had so much money to spend. Um, they ended up spending a lot on Tremaine Edmonds, Nate Davis, TJ Edwards over from Philly, and Ngakwe. Um, coming over, Robert Tunyon, Dante Foreman. It's a weird kind of backfield. Uh, they did lose David Montgomery, so I guess it's going to be Foreman and uh, Khalil Herbert back there. Justin Fields, who was in trade rumors this offseason, were the Bears going to draft Bryce Young and then trade uh, Justin Fields, who was really dealt a bad hand um, last year as well. And I think this Bears team isn't going to be like a top two seed. I think they're probably fighting. Like They, they just want to see improvement from last year and see some improvement from Justin Fields. And they got him DJ Moore um, and like traded down, which was great. And they were able to draft darn all right um in the first round so i think this team is definitely improved and i mean how can you not with all that cap space so tom do you think like anything special to the bears i mean you were you were kind of floating out that uh fields is going to be the best quarterback um out of this division i'm just kidding but like what do you think um, about the bears next year? no i'm not expecting anything special i'm expecting below average i think yeah um they did get and uh, they get a new hopeful franchise uh tackle um, and they got some new weapons. They have they have year two of Steelers legend Chase Claypool now, who they gave up uh, oh, what was yeah. technically a first round pick for Third. last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they have some changes in the running back room, and uh, it's they're just not very they're they're not they're they're not looking very flashy. That's the thing. But I will say, and I said it in an earlier video, like way back, they did free agency kind of right in my opinion. When they have a lot of holes, they were really bad. They did not. Um, just spend spend very just freely and spend all their money on huge contracts. Um, they gave themselves wiggle room for next year and future years, so they're still in the middle of a rebuild. It's it's not it's not like they're in any position to where they're going to try and compete. They're the worst team in the division. Tom, or excuse me, Tom. You guys' names are too similar. What's your what's your smirk there? Yeah, no. So I was I was doing a little Justin Fields research the other day just to like see where he can improve or what really went wrong, and it's actually insane that he ran for eleven hundred yards last year as a yeah, quarterback. Like, like that's an insane number. And then that made me think. Like, I didn't remember him running like that in college. He had eleven hundred total yards his entire college career, which consisted of about a hundred more attempts. Like, he's somewhere. That's like, wild. Yeah, he was still a rusher in college, but out of nowhere last year, he just just became like this insane running quarterback. And I say running quarterback because his passing last year was just not good, like, <laughs> yeah. like whatsoever. I mean, he, he finished the year. He did throw 17 touchdowns and only had 11 picks, but just watching him, like, it, it was not that great last year. Um, I'm hoping Darnell Wright can just boost that entire offensive line. I think that can help them. And then... I don't know like there's still so many holes in this team and again we're kind of at the point now in our predictions where we're saying oh this team could be good this team could be good like there will be bad teams in the NFL like there's a team somewhere that's going to be bad and I think the Bears most likely will be bad again this year yeah 
Yeah. They can go I one think, and five okay. in the division yeah. easy. For sure. They're they could be bad, but I think they'll probably they have to improve from last year by like any means. If they didn't, then like three what, thirteen what's his and name one last uh, year? No. No, they didn't get a tie. Three and fourteen? They were three and fourteen. They started two and one, which is just crazy to think about. Crazy. They won one and thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, I remember there was a tweet that it was like they were. It was like a Browns fan, and he's like, "Yeah, all the predictions had us at three wins, and we're two and one. We're already sixty six percent there." And then they didn't win really for the rest of the year. But we'll go into the predictions, and we'll do it a little bit different. So we'll all give our one, our winner, then number two, number three, number four. Um, anybody? I don't know if anyone wants to go first, but I'm gonna say it. I'm picking the Detroit Lions to win the NFC North this year. Um, are we? I feel like we're not in a similar boat. So who wants to maybe argue? I'm like between the Lions and the Vikings, but I do think I'm I'm gonna pick the Vikings. I'm sticking with the Vikings too. I just I think the Lions maybe could. I just until I see it, I'll believe it. I think the Lions are just one of those franchises. I think it's like the Lions, the Browns, uh, like the Jets. I knew you were gonna say the Jag- it. The Jaguars. I was, I was like, I was like, is he gonna? I was like, I I know, I know, he's he, he's low key a huge Jets hater. I'm like, is he gonna say the Jets? I mean, until recently, like those four teams are kind of just like I need to see something good until I say something good. So I'm gonna still, I'm still on that level where I'm gonna not pick the Lions to win the division until I see it. I'm glad I have different division winners than you guys in this in, in this video. So number two, I guess it's pretty easy. Like I'm gonna go Vikings. I'm you guys are gonna both go Lions. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say the Chicago Bears are the three seed in the NFC North next year. I'm not. <laughs> Well, you're a Jordan Love truther. So you're going, you're going Packers, going Packers three, three, Bears four? Bears four, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go Bears three, Packers four, but I think they both have very bad years, if we we're going to be honest. I think both teams yeah. maybe cap out at six wins. And these teams hate each other, at least like with Rodgers there, so now they're going to be fighting over mid this year for three or the fourth season I mean, in the if, NFC North. If the Packers have a really bad year and Jordan Love doesn't look good, that means they're going to have a high pick. Like They could all of a sudden be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, which I don't think anybody's talking about right now. That would be I think great, I think they're, a little, they're kind of a tier above those teams, though. Like I think they're better than the Bears, they're better than the Cardinals. Like Who yeah. knows, though? There's like injuries are going to happen. Like One of these teams is going to have like an insane amount of injuries, and it could be them, and then they're just throwing in the towel and going to be tanking. So we'll see. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much going to wrap out our division previews. That was a fun one today. Didn't think we were going to spend 10 plus minutes arguing on Jordan Love status, but that was fun. Um, the next video we have that will come out in podcast is going to be our first fantasy mock draft. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, so that one we're going to be drafting as the same team. Um, so we'll be kind of giving our thoughts and who we want to take at certain picks. Um, we'll have another fantasy mock draft um, where we're all going to be in the same mock, um, but owning our own teams. We'll have college predictions and our overall season predictions as well before the season starts. So yeah, thank you guys all for watching. If you're on YouTube, you could drop a thumbs up. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Subscribe if you're not already. And if you're on Spotify, uh, leave us a rating or review and Apple Podcasts as well. We would really appreciate it. So yeah, we'll see you guys in that fantasy mock draft. Hope you guys have a great day. Catch y'all later. Peace.